Welcome to the Tribunal. I'm Danny with Jolly Jameson. Jolly Jolly, what up? <laughs> and Christmas Wern. Ho, ho, ho! What's up? Uh, no, no ball humbugs here, man. We just watched episode three of the Challenge Double Agents. We watched Nicole handle a dislocated shoulder like a badass, Josh putting his stupid nose where it doesn't belong, and Devin taking down Wes. We're going to do present or lump of coal. I wonder what that game's like. Jameson's juicy deeds and MVPs and losers. But first, got some questions for you guys. Wrestling a dislocated shoulder and explosions. Was that one of the best daily challenges we've ever seen, Jameson? I mean, I, I don't know if I can recollect all the daily challenges in the past. I mean, I don't know if it was the best. It definitely got me rocking. I sent you guys multiple all caps text, which I never do, right? It's all very straight and calm uh, text most of the time. But it was it got me jacked, man. I was, like, pretty psyched. I don't know what it was when they said no harness. It was like, ooh, no harness. Maybe they'll fall. Maybe they'll die. Who knows? <laughs> um, so I got really, like, excited about that. It's really silly, but, you know, you couldn't help but think about them falling. Um, and then anytime anybody's wrestling, I mean, I love a good wrestle. Uh, you know, when I have a few drinks, uh, sometimes I wrestle uh, my dog. I sometimes I wrestle a friend. Wrestling's just fun to see. Wrestling's fun to do. Um, I did feel bad for Nicole. You know, that accent is like just insane. It's just fun to listen to. You know, when you like watch a, like a Scottish show or like something, someone from Ireland and you just can't help but like, oh man, I just want to listen to the accent. That's the same thing with her for me. I don't know. It's just so funny. I like to see if I can figure out what she's saying. It, I, it kind of feels like it's like the, the thickest, like American Boston accent that's ever been on TV before. But almost mixed with New York too. It's very weird. Yeah, it's very weird. I, I almost like felt kind of uh, anxious saying Boston because all the other listeners were like, you're not from Boston, you fucking idiot. You know, like, I don't know where she's at. Um, but us, what? Eastern What's the difference? What's the difference? But I will say, uh, shout out to Jameson's spoiler deets. Um, I, you know, sorry to give it away, but I did kind of say that last week. I guess the, the little birdies on the internet, you know, know what's up as always. But it was fun, man. Overall, really, the explosions. Who doesn't like explosions? I love on that cruise. the explosions had nothing to do with oh. the, the challenge. It wasn't like as soon as they hit the net, it went off. They were just going off willy-nilly. It was great. Yeah. Total unnecessary pyrotechnics, you know, hands-on physical combat, and total, like, Mad Max Iceland vibes. I mean, I was so stoked uh, when that challenge came through. And yeah, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed listening to Nicole because I haven't really heard her talk that much this season. I mean, obviously they did the little thing last week with her and Devin, but she was talking a lot. She's getting a lot of screen time, maybe because she's about to leave. But um, and yeah, she is a total badass for like, I mean, it clearly didn't. I don't know. She wasn't letting her dislocated shoulder, which they showed like that shit looked fucked up. <laughs> like it didn't bother her at all. She's like, I just want to get back in the game. Like. <laughs> like so ridiculous um she, she's but, always been like that man it's crazy yeah. freaking nuts man um i did i don't know if you guys saw this it looked like natalie was wearing a thong during <laughs> the elite challenge i can't say can't say i saw that i didn't catch that, that? i'm sorry no, no i was no, like no. dude 
this is either a thong or she got like a really bad underwear wedgie somehow. Like it was, I don't know if you could go back and watch it. Just it seemed like an odd underwear choice for a child. Little, little Christmas present from Wern for the fans there. Little whale tail watch. Um, and I loved. I just loved seeing the matchups. You know, I I kind of used um, Fessy versus CT as kind of like a barometer for myself to see like. To think like, man, is CT, can he hang this season? I, I think he can. I mean, he hung with Fessy on there. Like, it's almost like we got to watch a bunch of eliminations and yeah. see who's who's where, you know? And, like, um, it was just interesting who's smarter, who's, you know, stronger, whatever it is. Um, and the, the only thing I want to say about the, the Daily 2, the last thing I want to point out was uh, that girl Liv how she said about Tori, she's not that strong or not as strong as I thought she was going to be. It's like, yeah, you might have a broken arm. Like, <laughs> I think she's strong. Right. Enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Um, she might have a broken arm, but it's definitely not broken. No. Every injury on this show, like the ambulance comes, almost never a serious injury. That's what made Nicole so cool is that it was like, she, it's hanging out and she wasn't making a big deal. She wasn't calling for a medic. Everybody else was, and she's just like, I want to, you know, get back to the house. Yeah. I love her face right when it happens. She's like, oh, shit, my arm just popped. And then she's just kind of just sitting there calm. <laughs> and then, you know, just like keep it going, keep it rocking. Like, it's just crazy. I, my only thing is on this challenge, and they do this all the time, and I totally get it. I just wish there was another solution is like the timeout thing. They get timed out, and it's over. And it's like, oh, you know, oh. You just yeah. want a little bit more, like make them do something, go again. I don't know. It's just like, wow. I agree. Make them go again. It probably times out because they're on a moving truck and they run out of uh, Icelandic yeah. Yeah. wilderness to ride through. But they use the whole budget on those explosions, so they don't have enough gas. Oh, <laughs> uh, totally. They can only do 10 explosions and that's it. Yeah. This is maybe the first time that we've gotten to concentrate on people one-on-one -on -one. usually it's just like mayhem did anyone stand out to you in this challenge that you were surprised by moochie or what's his name matchy michi i think michi yeah <laughs> some you know get some michi ice cream um yeah no i think uh he kind of stood out beating Corey. you know like not that Corey, you know can blow the blow it you know all the time and stuff like this but i felt like he definitely like showed up uh that was kind of a nice little surprise I don't know. Who, who about you, Chris? Yeah. I'm trying to think of who else. You know what's funny? I I noticed a lot more about – I took a lot more notice in the uh, the guys' matchups than the women's. Yeah. Like the women's matchups, no offense, ladies, but sometimes it's kind of a crapshoot. There were a couple decent matchups. Uh, whoever said they are going to beat Casey, I was like, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Casey threw up with one arm. Yeah. It was you know, like, come on. And Casey's like, I play, like, tackle football. Like, I don't even care. Um, but the guys, you know um, – I thought Leo versus uh, versus Leroy. I think that was right. That was a match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was kind of like, I mean, we, or no, sorry, it was Leo versus um, Darrell. Darrell. And it, I was like, okay, well, Leo's a wrestler, and in my mind, I was like, he's gonna do well, even though you know, I just I've known a couple of wrestlers like they're, you know, they just know technique and they know how to like get out of things and like you can't be a sloppy fighter with a wrestler unless you're just way bigger than him and. Darrell looked like he was like twice his size and Leo held his yeah. own. 
But wasn't so he a WWE wrestler, or was he an actual wrestler? I think well? he's an actual wrestler because I think he's like too small to be WWE. You know, like I think he might have done like, some kind of stint on WWE. Oh, okay. Like, I thought you were gonna be like, it's tough to counter a suplex, and he was. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People's elbow or a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> you just can't beat those moves. Uh, <laughs> could you imagine if he's like wrestling Darrell, but like? There's a good like six inches between the two of them. <laughs> uh, you know, like I said, the Fessy CT matchup I think was interesting. Uh, Wes and Josh, I'm surprised fine. Like, neither of them talked about how they like hate each other or like I don't know. They, you know, in the past seasons they've had like this kind of rivalry, or Josh has had a rivalry with Wes who fails to acknowledge it. Uh, Josh but, is like, oh, I did really good, guys. Do you guys anyone yeah. see that? I really yeah. did good. Like, okay. always trying to... to be fair, he he kind of did. He kind of manhandled he, Wes. He made Wes look pretty <laughs> pathetic, but <laughs> especially in that like helmet cam. <laughs> but oh, the helmet cam! They love the helmet cam. I mean, he kind of had like a mafioso like choke hold of him over the edge kind of thing. That's what it looked like, at least. Like it was pretty pathetic for Wes. <laughs> <laughs> You know who did stand out is Nam. He's a oh, yeah. he's a beast, dude. And who's his partner again? Blanken. Um, Lolo. Lolo. Yeah, is it Lolo Jones? Yeah, yeah that's that's a pretty stacked team. It's yeah. a very stacked team. Yeah, very stacked team. And I have no idea whose side they're on or anything. You know, so no, they're just yeah. hanging out. Yeah, <laughs> they're kind of floating. And you know, honestly, the way things are panning out this season, I feel like it's kind of working out. Like you can float around and like. No one's going to target you because everybody seems to be trying to take out everybody else's little things. So they might make it a decent distance just for that. Last week was a pretty rough one for Wes. And then this week, even rougher. He gets his ass kicked by Josh and then loses to Devin. Should Wes just hang it up, Wern? Is it time? You know, I don't think Wes is that bad. I think he's just too rich for this show. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Wes has been pathetic, man. He's, dude, he's been really bad this season. Like, I mean, he's just groveling and soaked with like desperation every episode. I mean, the fact that he called Corey Nelson and Fessy or the stupid brigade in the beginning of the episode, and then like, he's just like, ah, oh, it's it's really sad. Like, saying he hasn't burnt any, you know, bridges by uh, lying and and going behind people's backs, like. I'm pretty sure he has, like, you know, he was... 100% has. Oh, 100%. He put himself in front of, you know, everybody else on his alliance. Like, that's what he does. He gets numbers on his side, and he's like, well, this is the real alliance. And then he, like, you know, takes out his own numbers to keep himself in the game. Um, So, you know, all for Leroy for taking the step on that. But I think for Wes, like, if he's going to come back, like, he needs to chill, you know, he needs to stop trying to like control the game because everybody's on to him. Like he needs to win the trust of someone and be a part of someone else's alliance and like take a back seat and see how that goes and see if he can win some trust before he starts being a mastermind again or whatever he thinks he is. I don't know what do you guys think. I mean, like, you know, it was really interesting watching tonight. I kind of was, you know, seeing West give this like fucking total fake ass speech at the end, you know, and like I never would do that, you know, don't backstab your friends. And I was like, do I feel bad for this guy? Do I, am I sad that he's gone? Is he done? And then I just realized in like the grand scheme of my challenge watching years, I've always been a pro bananas guy over West guy because they always hated each other. 
And then, like, it just threw a mix into the vortex when he and Bananas, like, you know, became fucking buds. And now I'm sitting here and, you know, Bananas isn't on here. And Wes is just, like, fucking sludging around, just trying to, you know, he's obviously physically he's not there. And so he's just trying to, like, you know, make up for it in other ways that obviously are not working in his favor. And I just kind of thought, like, man, like, I don't give a fuck about Wes. Why am I caring about Wes? What the fuck <laughs> Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I want banana all day, you know, if I'm going to go with vet guys. And so, I, I don't know. I, if he, I'm not – I don't think he's done. I guarantee he comes back. He loves attention. He's a fucking attention whore. So, he's definitely coming back. But I'm kind of over him. I'm kind of over him. Like, get out, man. Like, the the, the drama isn't there. The, the spice isn't there. The, the no. red six-pack isn't there. Like, get out, man. The speech – Oh. was just horrendous. I mean, he's trying to make Leroy, of all people, feel guilty. Nobody does that on my watch, let me tell you that. Leroy's the nicest guy <laughs> in the world. You don't try and shit on Leroy. And he was talking as if he's been friends with Leroy as if he's like Johnny Bananas. They've never been like that. They've never been on the same team. No. Like, So I don't know what he's talking about. He he went in clearly with no plan or he had a plan and it just immediately failed. And he was like a guy in quicksand for the rest of the season, just struggling and sinking faster. It was it was rough. And that's how he's been the last like two seasons too. Like he just is all over the place. Like you don't have the numbers anymore, man. You can't do this and no everyone knows your game. I mean not. He he was like in the what his little bunk room like we got about half the people right here. If we vote for uh, Tori and Corey, you know, like we just need a couple people to flip. And it was like overwhelmingly like votes for him. So yeah, not, not a good look for him. He definitely is just not getting the poll that he used to have at all. He always talks about being a winner. The last time he won was 2013. So it's been seven years, you know, like, yeah. At that point, can you really hold that over people's? And Danny, head? while you have that pulled up, how many times has he won? Just once? Twice. Twice. Both seven yeah. and thirteen. So I mean, yeah, man. You know, it, there's a a whole new generation of people playing yeah. this now that they don't look at him like, oh well, that's Wes. You know, like it's been right. too long. Like Johnny Bananas maybe still has that cachet. Wes, no. Yeah, no. and I think there's some vets that like know how to play a game and it's not annoying like I still enjoy it you know like CT tonight was kind of like riling up Josh a bit or just I enjoy CT I'd enjoy bananas because he's just fun to watch like Wes just isn't like that fun to watch anymore like he's not starting drama that I really care about or like I don't know the drama is just not great from him uh for what we want to see I guess you know no either give me you know give me a be a great competitor give me some drama Give me some, you know, sex appeal. Otherwise, get the fuck out, you know? (laughs) So we have a a new segment this week. It's way different than anything we've ever done. It's called Present or Lump of Coal. (laughs) And we're going to have Chris Wern explain exactly what this game is. Chris. You know, it's, uh, it's basically like gold skull or send it home but totally different because this time yeah i was gonna say it's not at all like that so i wouldn't compare it to that it's exactly the same but not the same at all all right because this time you're gonna get a present 
or you're going to get a lump of coal. And if you don't celebrate Christmas, well, I'm sorry. You just need to learn by now uh, what that all means. Uh, my uh, prisoner lump of coal tonight is the classic high school level move of shouting, my brother sucks. <laughs> just to agitate someone else. Jameson, what do you think? Uh Dude, I'm going to give it a, a big old fat present, dude. I fucking, that's a, such a Devin move. Devin has always been like that. He's such a little prick, dude. Um, and it's, it was to Josh. If it was to someone else, I think I would probably be like, oh, come on, man. Like, it's stupid. But just because it's Josh and he just, it's amazing. You could say anything to Josh. You'd be like, yo, your poop stinks. And it's just like, oh, whoa, whoa. you know, like anything he's, anything you say to the guy, he loses his mind. He's such a baby. Uh, so I enjoyed it. Um, I'll, I'll give it a present, you know, like unwrap it, just like taste it and enjoy it, fellas, because it was good drama tonight. We needed it. We've been missing that kind of like just fucking pointless shit to watch. Uh, so present all the way. I mean, I have to give it a present. It was just, again really stupid insult but he knew that josh is dumb enough to like there's a bunch of big brother people on this none of them cared about that insult because why would you but josh is like how dare you insult a cbs star <laughs> series like big brother how dare you like who who cares about big brother like it, it was just so ridiculous devin gets a present big time and, you know, just anyone that can agitate Josh. All the way, man. All yeah, the way. It's a, it's a trio of presents from me. I loved it. And I love that Josh bit. I mean, like, it's just the dumbest thing, right? To just – anybody who falls for someone just, like, is yelling some shit like that is clearly, like, at a, at a high school or lower level. <laughs> like, I do. Like, to really be agitated by something like that. Like, because that's the last time I remember anything like that ever working. You know, like, yeah. just yelling at someone down the hallway, like, yo, Michael Stinks, you know, whatever it is. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yo, on that point, we got to, like, recognize, he gets, says that, and then he also goes, yo, what's seven times nine, or whatever he said. Like, <laughs> eight times nine, what's eight times nine? Yeah, did he say 96? Did I, I hear that? Know, did he answer? I didn't even hear him answer. I feel like I he said it's cracking up. Which I was like, what? I, like, I don't want to say that he said that, but I feel like that's what I heard. And I was like, this is insane. Like, he was so riled up, he couldn't think straight. Like, it was... But who says, like, only with that situation would you say an insult of, like, yo, what's seven times seven, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But, like, it made the point of, like, just how dumb Josh is. Wow. Like, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Jameson? Um, I, you know, I was trying to figure out, like, I was seeing if there's anything kind of holiday related I could make a metaphor out of in this fucking game tonight. Um, but I, this one random thing stuck out to me. I don't know if you guys heard it. Maybe it's just me. I've never heard of this food item before. Right before the Devin fight, CT was, you know, talking and they got into a fight and about, uh, he was trying to make an egg quesadilla. An egg and, quesadilla, and he said that as if it's a thing that everybody should. And I can, you know, picture what that is, but totally. that's not a real food item. No, I've never heard of it before. I've always heard of a cheese quesadilla, chicken quesadilla, you know, <laughs> steak quesadilla, get crazy. But I've never heard of an egg quesadilla. I'm thinking about the eggs getting like pushed down and like 
I don't know. So I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. You know, are you giving a big lump of coal on Christmas morning? Or are you, like, letting Santa come down the tree and feed you a bite of big old egg quesadilla? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I'll, I love CT, but I'm giving it a big lump of coal. Uh, because, look it, if it truly is an egg quesadilla and it's in a tortilla, to me, that's a breakfast burrito. <laughs> True. Otherwise, is he talking about an omelet? I don't know. Either way, it's not a fucking quesadilla. It's either an omelet or a breakfast burrito. So a lump of coal. Come on, CT. Fucking get with it here. I don't know. Danny, what do you think? I was going to say the only egg and tortilla combo within a tortilla, unless you want to call, you know, huevos rancheros, um, <laughs> Whoa. is a breakfast burrito. You know, like there is no egg quesadilla. It's a made up thing. And I'm going to give it a lump of coal, and I'm going to give CT, the chef, a lump of coal. <laughs> Danny's, an expert. Danny's an expert on south of the border cuisine now. He, he lives in L.A. Got that Mexicali food, bro. Yeah, he gets that Mexicali food. He knows fucking huevos rancheros. And obviously, I've given it a fucking lump of coal. You know, I grew up with a lot of Mexican food, and I've never heard of an egg quesadilla. And I don't – I just – I like, when you want a quesadilla, yes, you want it crisp. But you don't want eggs crisp and like flattened. That just sounds weird. It sounds like some Taco Bell would come up with, honestly. They probably have. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Based on this episode, it's going to come out. But it's Maybe CT was inspired by Taco Bell because they already have the item. He's definitely eating some Taco Bell. He's getting paid right now for that? For this episode? <laughs> there you go. It's, maybe it's full circle like that, you know? Maybe, maybe next week the winners of the daily get a giant Taco Bell feast, you know, <laughs> since we saw Burger King last, last season. Hey, this is the season. Egg quesadillas. <laughs> Danny, Danny, what do you got? Give me some holiday spirit, buddy. Well, it's been three episodes, and we haven't really discussed the music yet. And they pulled out a big one tonight. While Josh's having a meltdown we get Whitney Houston so emotional <laughs> and it just made the scene so great to hear this peppy song about emotional Josh are you giving that what the fuck's this game not a red <laughs> <laughs> president are Cole. you giving that a present or a lump of coal I'll go uh I'm, I'm definitely giving it a present man like I I tell you in this podcast, who knows how long we'll do this podcast, but if there's one thing I could ask for is to interview the music people from this show. I just think like they probably sit in that, you know, their room probably remote now and they're editing these episodes together and they go, Oh, look at Josh being a little bitch. Let's put on Whitney Houston's, you know, emotional. <laughs> and like they're cracking up together and they're like, this is so good. They're probably trying other songs that we didn't even know about. I just think it's so hilarious um they always do a bang up i mean not always i'm say the last couple seasons they're really on their game um this season though i will agree again that maybe the this episode was probably the best you know troll music job that they did um but totally presence all the way jingle 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 yeah i'm giving it a big giant wrap doesn't even fit under the tree last gift present <laughs> <laughs> Because it was great. Like you said, Jameson, it just it played so well off the scene. It was fun. It made it funny. Like, it made it funnier. <laughs> it just, like, I mean, seeing big jaw Josh with his, you know, giant fist pounding on the wall like an idiot. And it's, like, playing that song is just so good. I mean, <laughs> and the music, I don't know, they played, like, an 80s song earlier in the episode or something. Like, 
I don't know. I love eighties music. So I'm all for it. Like it was great. Uh, and yeah, it seems, I don't know, Whitney Houston. I'm like, wow, it feels like maybe the music budget is stepped up too. I mean, they, they got pyrotechnics. Now they got Whitney Houston. I mean, the sky's the limit for the challenge right now. I, I'm excited. I'm excited. Danny. You think the big brothers got Whitney Houston playing during their episodes? Not a chance. Hell no. Nah. You know why? It gets a present, and I loved Wern's description of the present because there was no better feeling on Christmas morning after you're done with the stuff under the tree, and your mom's like, You might want to go see what Santa left in the basement. And you go down and you, oh, yeah. some, you know, basketball oh, hoop yeah, that Santa built. Dude. Excellent. The surprise Santa gift, always the fucking tits, man. The best. <laughs> yeah. The best. Absolutely. So, so good. Time to get juicy. With Jameson's Juicy D. Ooh, that sounds Ooh. real juicy. Ooh, that sounds a little holiday juicy. Oh. We, we might have some eggnog. You know what, fellas? Come Ooh. over here. Pop a squat on uh, Big Papa Rossi's lap. And uh, tell me what kind of juicy deet you want, huh? What kind of juicy deet do you want, Chris? I want the juiciest juice juice deet <laughs> wrapped in a little bow that you can fit in a stocking and drink out of a boot. Let's do it. Give me the juicy. What about you, Danny boy? You seem like you've been a good boy this year. I want the exact type of deet that Warren just described. I, would, I couldn't have said it better. Okay, well, I want the we'll latest description of a deet that I can get. <laughs> we'll see if I can get you guys a good old deet for the holidays. Uh, well, like 2020, um, I'm going to let you down a little bit. First off, something a little small. Did you guys know that Nam is 40? 40. That man, that beautiful man is 40 years old, just rocking it. Just imagine what he's like at 50. Dude, he looks great. He looks fantastic. Fantastic. I hope I look that good at 40. Uh, next, Juicy D, Bessie was saying that, you know, he's he likes every type of woman. He tweeted that this week or something like something to that regard. And all these ladies came out with, like, sliding, showing all of his slides into the, their DMs. Um, and some of them were pretty funny. Him coming in, hey, have you seen MTV's <laughs> Real Road Road Rules Challenge? <laughs> that's, his, that's his intro? That was one of them. And then another one. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Really, really good. Um, just thinking about Fessy, like, we, you know, trying to slide into these more, DMs. More. I gotta ask. Uh, that was the only one I found that was, like, oh. the juiciest. The other ones were like, what up, you know, and like, hey, how you doing? Or, like, looking good, like, that kind of shit. I think I would prefer to have nude photos of myself leak than – screenshots of texts of me like oh, yeah. trying to flirt <clears throat> totally i mean i was gonna say I'm never, alone on this, this no no, <laughs> no, no. Well, i think all three of us have never been in that we were never on the tinder you know age you know we all kind of got in relations before that so we never had to like deal with that like pressure of like all right here we go um just meeting this person for the first time like hey the sky is blue the <laughs> ground is fucking green i love you fucking What's in between? I don't know what the fuck the line is, but you know, you got to deal with that shit all the time. Uh, I would hate that too, Danny. <laughs> yeah. All right, my last juicy deed, my last juicy deed, guys, is Natalie, uh, she got interviewed and she's this week, and she said that MTV called all the cast members before the season started, the ones that they picked, and asked them to 
go back on their Twitter and make sure to, to delete any bad tweets. Um, and so basically a lot of people had to like get ahead of the ball game and like, because you know, there's fucking controls out there. And so basically, you know, all these cast members, they probably, who knows what they said fucking 10 years ago on Twitter, but it's the new age we live in. So just a small little deep there. That's uh, another Jameson's Juicy Deeds holiday edition. You know, what's interesting about that last one uh, is that like, you know, you don't have someone like Rogan and Joss on, on the show. And apparently I remember we talked about this last season, obviously like there's been people getting criticized for all their tweets and stuff. And I remember he was one of them. And I wonder if that had something to do with it. Totally. Jordan also was supposedly, yeah. Tori's ex, Jordan, supposedly said something. He's not on either. I don't think they're taking any chances anymore. I just can't believe that this wasn't something they asked them to do previously. (laughs) Like, that's ridiculous. Well, and then do you think there were people on the show now who had these kind of tweets lingering in their accounts that, like, you know, that to me suggests that, like, some people have these things, like... 100%. Oh, yeah. And they they, you know, these other people didn't do it, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Totally. (laughs) So let's give out some holiday MVPs and losers. Man, you know, I feel like my MVPs and losers have been a lot more straightforward this season. Just for you, Danny, so you don't have to comp weird images (laughs) into the posts. I really uh, appreciate that. And uh, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. Um, <laughs> and I'm not going to surprise you here. I'm, gonna... I'm not going to surprise you. Look, I'm just saying it for anybody who's disappointed by my lack of creativity on the MVPs and losers, I'm sorry. But you know what? My MVP this week, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it, is Devin. Um, look, you know, I love that he riled up Josh. You know, he's winning for that. I mean, and I feel like he's kind of got this old school bet mentality of like doing that like I feel like those things this newer kind of crop of players like no one's really getting in your face you know like Turbo kind of did that and then like or he would at least stand up he'd get pissed off because of you know whatever it was he'd stand up for himself none of these new guys uh they're not doing that stuff because you know big brother sucks um (laughs) but yeah and I, I feel like we miss that a little bit like the psychological warfare of the challenge. You know what I mean? Like uh, just these people getting into each other's heads, like before or after, you know, whatever it is in the in-betweens. And so I appreciate that. Uh, And, you know, I do think Devin kind of has this like little like uh, trust fund, like spoiled kid smirk to him, you know? Oh yeah. He's still the Wes. He looks like the bully from like every eighties movie. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. he, he was a child actor and he was just the bully in every movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, like at the end of the day, he beat Wes, you know, Jesus, like he had no mercy for him to be, you know, to be honest. I mean, it didn't sound like he really cared. And like, well, Wes was like, who's my friend? You know, he doesn't care. And he took the advice of Nam who said, uh, you know, Nam, has, <laughs> I mean, Nam has so much honor, but he said, now you have to fight for it twice as hard for her and <laughs> that advice and you know what if anybody takes advice from nam i'm just gonna say they're a fucking winner so Devin is my mvp this week jameson dope that was so that was so well said you know i i i'm with you man i went the same route i mean for so many reasons obviously 
reiterating everything you had to say. I, I love the psychological warfare point that you just made. I think that's so on point because for so many years, this show has been about that, you know, and like everyone can say like, Oh, you know, I'm playing the game, you know, I got alliances and shit, but sometimes it's all about just fucking getting people's heads. And that's what I will hand it to Devin. He's always been that guy. He has always been a little prick. Like, just like, just po poking at you, poking at you. And just, he doesn't give a shit. And a lot of times it gets him in trouble. A lot of times it gets him in like fights where he just stands there and doesn't fight because he, he's not a, he's definitely, he's not a fighter, but he's just that squeamish fucking, you know, dude that is a bully. And I think you said it right on that, you know, it's entertaining too, you know, for us, but also he got a fucking skull tonight. You know, he, he flipped the entire game, Nicole's arm getting injured. You know, who who would have thought it benefited him so much? And here he is. Obviously, people are going to come after him again. But, you know, he's got a skull. And that's all you need, you know, to get into the end. And, um, God, it was entertaining when he was making fun of Josh. I mean, I just, like, love it, man. When he's just screaming at him and Josh is just, oh, like, he just can't fucking handle it, man. He can't fucking handle it. So, Devin, all the way, thank you for giving us a fun episode, Devin. And also, congrats on fucking turning the game around. Yeah. I had Devin written in in my notes before he even won a skull. Like, it was just a, a great, as you guys said, old school style episode from him. And then winning it, I didn't really expect that. That was great. And then picking Tori. Dude. blows everything up again because Natalie seems great, but he'd be in the same position he was this episode. Oh, yeah. He'd be right back in. Totally. So, Brilliant move. Yeah. So uh, that's our second unanimous winner of the season and well-deserved. So, Wern, who do you got for your loser? I want to say Josh so bad, but I know I'm going to say Josh down the line during this season. So I'm going to save that one because – I got to give it to Wes. I mean, we talked about him earlier. He's just looked so pathetic in the first three episodes. I don't even know if we made him our loser yet. I can't even remember <laughs> back to two weeks ago. But, like, you know, for all the reasons we said already, like, he just looked pathetic. And then, like, you know, in his little talking head afterward, like, not the one on site. Here's the thing. The one that they do in the studio, he said, I, want, I wanted this for him so badly or I want this for him so badly. But you could tell he fucking was pissed off that he lost like in the other talking head, like right after the elimination. And I was just like, come on, man. Like, dude, you can't even like, you lost the bananas last season, like, which, you know, bananas look great. And, you know, I was like, Oh, I don't, I don't take that out on West that bad, but listen to Devin. I don't know, man. It just seemed like he gave up. He seems defeated, you know, I don't know. And just, yeah, he's talking in circles. I mean, he's just, he's a loser. Yeah, there's no way he, he wants to be like this season's Nelson and be like, I, I did it for my friends. Like, nah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not taking Nelson's fucking points away from him. <laughs> you can't do that. Damn, Chris. I, you know, I obviously, I think like all of us like went back and forth on the Wes and Josh thing. I just like, Anytime I can just call Josh a loser, it just feels so good. I'm giving it all to Josh tonight. You know, I think there's going to be plenty more. You know, the thing about Josh is that drives me crazy. Yes, he's a dummy. Yes, he's like so emotional and he just screams and gets himself into trouble. But one thing that like drives me crazy about him is he like tries to preach and shit. Like he's like this like 
you know, like he knows all and he's like trying to help people. Like, you know what your problem is? It's like, you don't care about people's emotions and like their feelings and stuff. And he tries to like be on his high horse. And it's just like, yo, dude, shut the fuck up, man. Like no one cares what you have to say. You're trying to be Mr. Cool. And the thing about Josh being a loser tonight, I feel like the reason why I had to give it to him is because every, like every season he comes on here, you have another chance, Josh, to like be a different person, you know, or like grow up or like just not freak out or just not do what you normally do and look like a dummy dumb. And every time, every time he does it, baby, every time he does it and he looks so stupid and he looks like a loser. And I just had to give it to him tonight because he just summed it up Josh style. Yeah. You say, well, like, I mean, you make such a good point. He's, if what, this is his fourth season or fifth or something like that? Like, he doesn't show an ounce of progress at all. <laughs> no. Like, it's the same thing that triggers him every time. Every time. Like, it doesn't change. Like, it's it's insane. Like, you would think at some point, like you said, like, at some point he would, like, start to take notice. Like, yeah, you know, my emotions good. Right. I, I get caught up in my emotions. And Take then, some like, Ambien or something. Could because like could you imagine if we're sitting here and we're like, wow, Josh has been kind of quiet this season. Like he's not really saying anything. He's not being a dumb dumb. He's kind of cruising. Like it'd be totally different. But no, yeah. every time. Yeah, I mean, like I look at I look at Josh and I'm like he could be he could be a good competitor. Like, but he's not. I mean, I hate to say it, he's not a smart enough competitor, and he's just not mentally strong enough. His like. He looks big and imposing, and I'm like, any physical challenge, I'm like, yeah, he might, he might come away with a win. But he lost to West tonight, even at, even after he had him on a chokehold off the side of the damn truck, <laughs> like, and he still lost that because West followed the rules of the game. Like, that's the totally difference. every so time. Ridiculous. Danny, who you got, man? You splitting? Josh. I mean, <laughs> no question. I mean. I think, Jameson, you sort of hit it, hit the nail on the head when you said, oh, he's been quiet so far. Like, he sort of had been. Yeah. And I think he knew he didn't have much screen time yet. So he sees this non-fight, which would not have made an episode otherwise. It was, you know, a fight about a, an egg omelet or, an, sorry, an egg quesadilla. You know, it, it's, a, it's a nothing fight. But he sees that, and he's not trying to stick up for her. He's like, this is my chance to involve myself and get on TV. So he goes at CT, not expecting CT to be like, I'm not doing this with you. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like right. he, he had no interest. CT's like, he said up. he was crying. He did, you know, the right thing. He's like, well, I'll just go talk to her about it. So he, you know, removes Josh again. He looks like a loser. And then Devin just can't help himself once he sees, you know, anytime you can wind someone up. Thin skin just begs for poking, you know, like I, I'm sort of like that. Like, oh, you're that, totally like that. You're that totally get, like that. People that get riled up. I can't help myself. And um, yeah, Josh, he just falls for it every time. Every time. Danny, you foam at the mouth. I can just see you like someone's like a little weak and like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to fucking get him. <laughs> the insane thing, the insane thing, though, is like, you know, it's not even anything like personal. There's nothing smart about the jab at him. It's the smallest little bit of bait. Usually it takes a little bit more to get to someone than that, like than just saying big brother is stupid or it sucks or whatever. Like, <laughs> like, come on, man. Like just shouting it into the void of the room. Like, 
I mean, do you really identify with that show so much that like that is an attack on you personally? Like, no, like you're on the challenge now. You've been on there for a couple seasons. Yeah. Like, who cares? Picture him like recounting this fight to someone that missed it in the house. Like, well, CT was making an egg quesadilla. And, well, then somebody said Big Brother's stupid and asked me to do some multiplication tables. Like, it's just so ridiculous. And then I punched a shed. Like, right. Right. When he goes home to his parents and they're like, why didn't you win, Josh? Why didn't you win the million dollars for us like you said you were going to do so many times? And he tells I them love that they hold him to it. Yeah. <laughs> You got to stop doing these shows and get a real job. Right. <laughs> well, mom and dad, do you know what seven times nine is, huh? Do you know what seven times nine is? Because I don't. Oh, my God. So wow. good. Merry Christmas, fellas. Yeah, well, until next time. Merry Christmas. And uh, that's it from the tribunal. Don't be a layup. Don't be a quitter. Oh, oh, you guys killed it. Big Brother sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Christmas ghost. Yeah, it was like a ghost. Yeah, he went into ghost mode right (laughs) after the end there. Fucking Scrooge and the ghosts of Christmas passed.